Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Let's go to, to Tony Martin um, of KetoMind.ie. And Tony, I'll just start with that with that question, I guess. Like, it is possible, isn't it, to move a bit, exercise a bit, eat well, and just ignore the weighing scales because it'll look after itself. Good morning. Uh, good morning, PJ. Yeah, um, the, 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 there's a certain amount of truth in all you're saying, but it, it would depend on what you want for yourself. You know, the issue that most people have is that they wander mindlessly. They do things mindlessly. They just do things that are, are normal within their lives. And you, you, you've got to look at the end product of that, which is the shape that you're in. If you need to change it, unless you change what you've been doing, then absolutely nothing happens. The scales is just a tool to see what your body's pull against gravity is. It doesn't tell you anything other than a figure. Most of the programs that people do, if it's related to weight loss, then you use the scale as a tool to see whether it's actually working or not. But again, unless you've got a process that you understand in place, there's absolutely nothing going to happen. If you lose weight, then you're creating a vacuum from the weight that you've uh, uh, returned and began at. And the body will fill that again relatively quickly with a little bit more. If you don't have a, a plan in place to say that the weight goal that I'm, I've achieved and I've, I've, I've reached is the start of something as opposed to being the end of a lifestyle to get you to your particular target weight. I see. Now, at the moment, well, I suppose in about two or three weeks' time, uh, everyone will be saying, right, new resolution for 2022, going to lose two stone, going to walk five miles a day, going to be a new me. <laughs> Is that a crazy approach? Should you be just doing a bit at a time and maybe doing a bit before Christmas? Get out there, do some exercise. Every single person that you'll know will have a resolution in place at the start of each year, which means what they've done the previous year has just fallen by the wayside again. The notion that you pop into a bubble to achieve a goal is what motivates people to start and put a lot of energy in in the first place. But because it's so aberrant to the lifestyle that got you into bad shape in the first place, unless you adapt it to move forward with it 24-7, 365, then you're just going to revert to type again. You should identify what has got you into the condition that you're in in the first place. And once you identify what that is, you need a plan around avoiding that and supplanting that then with something which is easy to do, 
which isn't going to break the bank in terms of your energy input and something that you can work on progressively, which gets you into the shape that you can want yeah. to be in and that you can sustain. These crash diets, these fad diets, these burning yourself out in two weeks, they're not manageable, they're not sustainable, they don't work because if you had the wherewithal to do that, you wouldn't be out of shape in the first place to say you had to start adding this in to get in shape mm. in the second place. Because anybody can beat the hell out of themselves for two weeks, drop a half a stone and say, I've dropped a half a stone. But then the minute you revert to what you were doing before, whack, it's all back again. Well, if you're not used to exercising and you start off with a big regime, like most people can go out and they, they, can, they can jog two or three kilometers. The next day you're going to be very, very stiff because you've got no conditioning to allow you to jog like that without incurring all the pain and all the stiffness. So you've got to get a conditioned response into your body. The older you are and the more out of shape you are, the longer you've got to spend at getting the body conditioned to enable you to exercise to the point where you've got a habit going and you're not going to incur all the aches and tyrannies that that starting um, induce. Yeah. So you, you, you've got to be you've got to be looking at these things and you've got to be you, you've got to be saying that I have to have a plan in place. I've got to get this done, and these are the this is the pathway I'm going along, and this is what, what I can expect along the uh, along the way. So you need to quantify what you're doing first, and then you need a way to calibrate a gain or a success in the road towards where you want to go. Mm. Now, people want to go breakneck at these things. They end up doing loads of exercise. They burn out after a week or two. They're trying to diet on top of it. They pick some diet off the net. I'm going to do this diet or that diet. There's no thinking into it. Uh, they, they look to lose, oh, I've lost a half a stone, I've lost three quarters of a stone, I've lost a stone, well done. And then, oh, I'm grand now, and it's it's back to normal again. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a lifestyle. Uh, the first time we've used that word, I think, today. It's it's a lifestyle change rather than a than a huge it's a, it's, it's absolutely, it's, it's, it's an absolute lifestyle change, PJ. And there are certain things that you can do that aren't going to be transformative in terms of the demand on your system, but will make a big, huge difference in, in how your body uh, looks at its energy state, which is your, your calorie intake, the amount of fat you have, the amount of muscle you have. It looks at that. Uh, it reestablishes what it needs to reestablish, and, and it sets the norm for your body. Now, the big one we're finding with all the research we're doing at the minute is, is the gap between your last meal and going to bed. Yeah, that has the biggest impact on any single thing you can do. The unfortunate thing with the lifestyles we live at the moment is that everybody works real hard. They're going home five, six or seven or eight o'clock in some instances. They're eating a big evening meal. They're sitting back. They're relaxing. They may have a glass of wine and then they're going straight into bed. Absolutely chock-a-block full of food, which is an energy source, and then their body can't equilibrate that, that energy and redistribute that energy. It, it's difficult because the, how the body functions isn't being optimized at that time, and that leads to the overweightedness, again, which creeps up year after year after year after year till you're suddenly two to three stone overweight at 40, wondering where it came from. Sure, I wasn't that bad. I'm just doing normal things. So, again, it's increasing that awareness, PJ, and it, it, it's adding something in, a small little habit. Mm. And that one, not eating four to five hours before bedtime, has a massive impact 
in 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 weight yeah. loss and how the body repatriates its, its energy systems. Now I, I have to so say, one of the habits- in, ter- in terms of, I think a lot of people listening would 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 echo this one, Tony. And we're in that the months of the year where I think are the hardest to avoid chowing down on junk at nine o'clock at night. It is the hardest time of the year. It's cold, it's wet, it's dark, it's horrible. There's a box of chocolates in the corner or a packet of biscuits in the press. What else have I got? It's, 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 and that's it's the, the same all year, PJ. Mm-hmm. It's the same all year. You're out and about in the sunshine in the summer. You don't want to eat. Nobody wants to eat. You want to eat late in the evening when it cools down when you can wind down and have your little barbecue out the back and your couple of beers. That's lifestyle. But those lifestyle and, and, and the things we do within that lifestyle, it's, it's, again, very, very hard for the body to to work within its limits the way the way it was best designed to work mm-hmm. and unfortunately until we get a handle on that until we grasp that until it's meaningful for us then that's the way the condition and the situation will will continue to be perpetuated and people normally don't have a problem till they actually say i have a problem we don't identify these things till we want to do something about it mm-hmm. now it, it's easy until you hit your 40s to get away with quite a lot but from your 40s on when there's that you know, adjustment that goes on metabolically, then that's when the fat levels creep up. That's when the weight creeps on a little bit more. And that's when it becomes harder to, in, a, in inverted commas, to start something. Mm. So if, if you could have a nice uh, a bit of a system going where, where you, you you take one or two lifestyle habits, for want of a better term, and, and inculate them into what you do during your day, you see an, an absolutely huge difference without making any effort at all, apart from the fact that, you know, that time when you want to wind down and have the comfort food and put the feet up and have the little familial hour, which is now between 6 and 11 for most families, it's a difficult time to step back from the table and push back from those habits. Yeah. I, I will admit it is quite difficult to do. But yeah. unfortunately, as long as you perpetuate that, then you're going to be dealing with the issues that arise from it, which is yeah. overweightedness, poor sleep, uh, incredible fatigue when you get up in the morning and you're just dragging yourself from day to day, from weekend to weekend, month mm. to month. And, 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 and unfortunately, that's the way it goes. So like you said, I mean, in the start of, the, of January, we're going to be surrounded by people who have are announced to the world that the new them will arrive next year. And in actual fact, they'll be back doing the same thing at the start of 2023. So are there a few things that we can start mentally doing now, Tony, that, like well, you said, well, the, they're not a huge amount of pressure, but they will change things. The beauty of being a human being is that we react to cycles of our body. So you've heard of diurnal rhythms or daily rhythms, yes. circadian rhythms. Yes. They happen on a daily basis. We have measured now circadian rhythms. We've measured weekly rhythms. We've measured monthly rhythms. We've measured seasonal rhythms. We've measured half-yearly rhythms. And we've measured yearly rhythms. The beauty about a year dying and then a year taking off in spring is that we can harness a whole sense of well-being in January that we've, we, we've had the winter, we're going into spring. Our bodies actually react. And if we can jump on that and push it towards a habit and, and get to March and, and push it out, keep pushing it out, keep building. And instead of using our goal as an endpoint use our goal as a start point for something. So always keep moving ahead in your focus on the crosshairs of what you want to achieve. Don't look at achieving something as an end point. Look at it, look at 
as a ramp to push yourself forward to utilize being in good condition now to advance doing something slightly different and break away out of the lifestyle that got you into that condition in the first place. Because if you don't, you'll just revert to type again. Now, another piece of advice that I give uh, the clients of mine is have your last meal between six and seven if you can and brush your teeth after you have it. Create a ritual about not eating any more food. Now, I guarantee you, if, if, if your listeners outside all try that, for the first month of January without doing anything else, maybe getting a walk in in the evening, just a gentle walk. It doesn't have to break the bank in terms of energy expenditure because we're busy and all that. You will see a big, massive reduction in body weight just by doing that alone. Between really? the 5%. Oh, yeah, it's it's, it's wow. massive. We, we've collated all the data. Like We're, we're waiting a while because we, we, we've had a project on there. As you, as I've and Tony, sorry, does here. that matter now the time of day that you work? For example, my, my day starts at 5.45 a.m. when the alarm goes off. And yeah, so for other what people, what time do you go is, to bed, PJ? What time do you go to bed? Uh, general, generally between eleven and twelve. I don't. I survive on very little sleep, except at the weekends. Well, well, again, you're not contributing to a good, a good, healthy metabolism really? for yourself. Uh, avoiding the sleep, no, no, sleep is very important. Because if I if body, I go to bed uh, at nine o'clock, which some people do, I'll be awake at one o'clock, and there's no more sleep being had. You, 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 you will initially, but you should, you should have a cutoff period in the evening. The main thing and the important thing for setting down a rhythm is to get up at the same time every day, which you do. I'm the same. I'm a half four in the morning merchant, oh, just geez. like you. <laughs> and my, my my clock is set from that. Now I do collapse in the evening a small little bit. Yeah. Now, if I push my meals out, if I, if I like, I don't stink. I, I'm not a, I'm not a monk. There are aberrations within it, but I do tend to suffer if the aberrations go on for too long. Sleep is incredibly important for the repatriation of of our energy resources and our systems. And if you get between five and eight hours sleep on a cyclical basis, five to eight, five to eight, uh, you know, during the week. Don't play catch up and line on the weekends, but get to bed a little bit earlier. Then you will find that there is less overweightedness. You will find the energy to drive yourself is there because all the fat that we've got stored in our body is a massive repository of energy. So if you create the right lifestyle, your body can tap into that energy and you'll never be tired. And lastly, Tony, in terms of exercise, you don't need to kill yourself. HSE says 150 minutes of moderate exercise a week, which is what, five half-hour sessions. Like, is five half-hour sessions on an exercise bike enough? What they're they're looking at, they're, they're, they're plucking these references and these terms of reference from a whole host of things. Now, if you're looking after yourself and you're not eating and your body's burning fat, then you, you, you do absolutely less and less and less. Just remember now, firstly, if you're restricting your diet, your calories in your diet because you want to lose weight, then what you've got to recover from exercise with is challenged with the lack of calories. So it's very, very easy for you to burn yourself out. It's very, very easy to do too much. It's very, very easy to potentiate getting sick. You really need to understand why you're making an effort in a certain direction so that you can optimize what you're doing and have full confidence in what you're doing. So you really need to have a handle on why you're doing what you're doing. Three half, five half hour sessions a week. I think just the ritual alone of making the time for yourself in a busy day and giving yourself a half an hour a day. I think that's a superb idea. So if you can identify a time in the day where you can just out the door for 15 minutes and turn around for 15 minutes and make that part of the ritual of yourself then you're investing in yourself, your time is meaningful, you're meaningful, and the discipline that you have to put in place to enable yourself to do that spills over into other things you do. Okay. That discipline process is a hard thing to do, but once you've got it going, 
you can then invest more discipline in terms of you enhancing you getting to your goals. But be goal-oriented, set your goals out, and make small little incremental changes that you feel that you can sustain. Look for the reward of that investment, set that goal, and be realistic about what you are hoping to achieve and how you're going to achieve it. Realism, I think, is is the best word you have there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and and take it on, PJ, because if you don't change something, you're just going to end up saying the exact same, getting worse as you get older. All right. All right. Listen, Tony, good to talk to you. Ketomind.ie, K-E-T-O-M-I-N-E-D.ie, and James Fitness. That's Tony Martin. He's been at this a long time. Boy knows what he's talking about. Quartz 96 FM. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.